हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट सेवन कंपोनेंट्स ऑफ डिसेंट्रलाइज्ड डेवलपमेंट इक्वल डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन ऑफ बेनिफिट्स ऑफ डेवलपमेंट इक्वल डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन ऑफ बेनिफिट ऑफ डेवलपमेंट इज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एंड इंटीग्रल कंपोनेंट ऑफ डिसेंट्रलाइज्ड डेवलपमेंट एंड अटेम्प्ट हैज बीन मेड हियर टू एक्सप्लोर एंड एनालाइज द बेसिक प्रिंसिपल्स एंड क्राइटेरिया एम्प्लॉयड फॉर डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन इन टर्म्स ऑफ द कंसेप्ट्स ऑफ नीड desert equality difference and social justice as well as their acceptability and efficacy need and justification relevance and requirement along with people's perceptions and assessment of decentralizing development through equal distribution of advantages or benefits for sustainable human and social development in this unit we will be discussing the meaning of development in the context of equal distribution of benefits of development understand the basic principles and criteria employed for distribution of benefits for of development and discuss the theories of justice now let us move to the point what do you understand by development development is a multidimensional and multifaceted phenomena it is a continuous and complex process which involves diverse agencies and people with different hierarchical levels of living professing different occupations and having a variety of cultural identities it encompasses myriad intervention strategies depending upon the social economic political and cultural status of the people exogenous models of development align to the local genius can go up to a certain point but remain ineffective in the long run to solve the chronic deficiencies and show show institutional imbalances real development can take place only by solving the problems of poverty of all kinds and of all shades of people men and women high and low advantaged and disadvantaged so development is incomplete without development all the sections of society including the women and the other 
excluded sections who constitute more than 50 percent of the population. Development strategies are usually and typically conceptualized by economists in terms of saving investments, imports, exports and growth with varying roles assigned to markets and prices and state controls and expenditures. Keith Griffin, a well-known development economist, has identified six major development strategies which have been carried out by governments in developing countries. They have been described as the monetarist, the open economy, industrialization, green revolution, redistributive and the socialist strategies. Development thus generally means the improvement of people's lifestyles through improved education, incomes, skills, development and employment. Development also means that people should have decent housing, security, food, clothing and skills to read and write. Development usually involves major changes in social structures popular attitudes and a national condition of life from unsatisfactory to satisfactory. Mansell and Wehen has argued that the development does not mean the same thing in most developed countries MDCs and the least developed countries LDCs. They also argue that development has been understood since the Second World War to involve economic growth, increases in per capita income and attainment of a standard of living equivalent to that of industrialized countries. However, there are many areas of development that need to be developed for a sustainable and just development. For example, education, health system, technological development, distribution and innovation. Let us move to the next point, economic development. Even the meaning of economic development has changed considerably during last 20 years. Two pioneering studies are Dudley Seeds, the meaning of development for the earlier period and Amritya Sen, development as freedom for the later. In these studies, the meaning of development also encompasses measures and strategies of development and approaches to its study. If we examine works beyond these, 
we find that both economists were critical of the development literature of their times. For Sears, neoclassical economics had a flawed paradigm and dependency theory lacked policy realism. After the fall of the state socialism in 1989 to 1991, the ideological struggles among econ economists diminished. Amrita Sen did not focus on the ideological issues, but according to the Nobel Prize Committee, resorted an ethical dimension to the discussion of economic problems such as development. Now let us move to the next point human development. During the last decade the concept of human development has received much attention in development economics because it provides a link between the growth and development. Development is more than just expansion of income and wealth. Human development is being perceived as an end and growth as a means. The Human Development Report 1990 has defined development as a process of enlarging people's choice. The most crucial of these wide-ranging choices are to live a long and healthy life, to be educated and to have access to resources needed for a decent standard of living. Human capabilities can be formed through good health, knowledge and skills. The formation of human capabilities and the use people make of their acquired capabilities are the basic requirements for the enhancement of their choices and capacity to exercise them. Despite the accumulating forces for a greater participation for overall development, large number of people continue to be excluded from the benefits of development, especially the weaker sections of society including women. Therefore, equal distribution of the benefits of development becomes crucial for growth to be sustainable and development to be viable and feasible. Now let us dis discuss the next point, what exactly is equal distribution and social justice. The question is when we talk and argue about equal distribution and social justice, what exactly are we talking and arguing about? Crudely put we discuss how the good and bad things in life should be distributed among the members of a human society. When more concretely we attack some policy or some state of affair as socially unjust, 
we believe that a person or more usually a category of persons enjoys fewer advantages than that person or group of persons ought to be enjoy or bears more of the burdens than they ought to bear given how others members of the society in question are faring another pertinent question is what exactly are the goods and bads the benefits and burdens whose allocation or equal distribution is concern of the just development we tend to think immediately of income and wealth jobs educational opportunities and developmental benefits but how far should the list be extended and what is the rationale for including or excluding particular items a preliminary list of benefits must include at least the following money and commodities property jobs and offices education medical care housing transportation welfare child care personal security honors prizes entertainment and leisure opportunities what makes them concerns of just distribution is that they are valued goods whose allocation depends on the working of the major social institutions these goods matter because of the way in which they are enhancing the quality of individual lives and choices thus equal distribution becomes a crucial component of distributive justice which in turn is an essential aspect of social justice second if social justice has to do with distribution what precisely does this mean must there be a distributing agency that brings about the outcome whose justice or injustice we may try to assess and are we thinking about how government policies affect the fortunes of different groups in society or is our concern much wider than that and compassing all kinds of social activities that determine the shares of goods that people have and their consequent status there are five broad theories of justice which can be utilized for equal distribution of benefits of development that is the principle of equality the principle of utility the principle of compensatory justice rawlsian principle of justice as fairness 
and also the concept of social justice. All these theories of justice involve some kind of distribution of benefits and burdens amongst the members of society. The principle of formal equality lends evidence to the principle of desert. The conception of proportional equality recognizes apportionment according to need. While the Rawlsian theory and Honoros conception of social justice suggest some sort of compromise between the two rival theories. Different philosophers put forward different potential basis of apportionment. Reasons based on indigenous deed, merit, need, status, entitlement or right are all in appropriate circumstances proper basis of upper portionment. The standard positions taken in the unending debate over these issues can usefully be classified either as egalitarian or libertarian. Egalitarians do not favor the idea of distribution according to desert and hold that economic assets should be distributed equally. On the other hand, libertarians hold that the economic assets should be left in whatever hands they reach through free and fair individual transactions. This approach gives full evidence to the desert theory and rejects the idea of distribution according to need. Now we will try discussing the various theories of justice in our next session. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcasts.